Welcome back to Beyond Strength and Endurance Podcasts. I am the head coach of BSE, Kyle Holman. Get into some more mindset uh, shift stuff here today. And uh, <laughs> I mean, look, in, in the over 18 years I've been coaching, if I had a dollar for every time uh, I heard someone say, I've tried everything, uh, I would be a very rich man. Um, and this is not only what I've heard others say out loud, but um, sometimes what I've even thought to myself, well, I've tried everything. But you know, the tough thing to realize, um, and I always say it like, look, this is me not standing on my soapbox um, preaching at you. This is uh, from experiences in my life that I'm um, trying to use it to pay forward. But a lot of times when we look at it, we, we haven't tried everything. We just quit. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's a tough thing uh, to kind of really embrace or to hear, but um, it is. I mean, um, you're always presented with a choice no matter what happens in life. Um, when, when something happens and you're not where you want to be in any area of your life, you got two choices. You can make adjustments, you know, grind through it and figure out how to way to, to still be successful in whatever it is you're trying to do. And, or, you know, you can let these things be an excuse as to why you're not where you want to be. Um, and so that's a, that's a tough choice to make, uh, a lot of times, uh, cause it's so easy to want to just kind of blame, uh, I mean, really all the other things in life uh, besides ourselves. So um, this is about looking internally. And when we're looking at this question, um, ha- you know, you've, have I tried everything? We're going to dive into some things to see to what extent you actually did try everything. How long did you try? Look, if the answer is less than 30 days, then just really you didn't truly give it a chance to work. Um, I've said it before, it's so hard in this instant gratification society to, we always want things to happen quicker uh, than they're really going to. And, you know, I see it all the time. People will try something for a day (laughs) um, or a week. um, And they're just like, well, that doesn't work. Like, well, I mean, you you really didn't give that an opportunity uh, to work. Um, Changes in any way require an adjustment and and time for it to become uh, habitual. Um, and in my opinion, 30 days is the bare minimum for that. So, you know, if you're doing something like nutrition and you're going to start to kind of meal plan and meal prep and track your macros, um, you got to give that time to get into a routine of it, to consistently hit those numbers, to see if those numbers are actually working or not. Um, when it comes to training, you know, whatever goal you have, you want to hit, um, you know, a new back squat PR. If you <laughs> you know, lift it a couple times and then, you know, you go for a new PR and you didn't get it. Well, I mean, that's not really a true test of what you were doing uh, is working or not. So patience is is tough to have a lot of times, but you have to give t- uh, things time to work. I mean, I've mentioned this in my own nutrition. Uh, once I kind of finally reached the macros that I thought uh, were good and, and started to see some success there, well, at that point, my training volume started to increase. Um, I had some more time and, and was definitely at a younger age than I am now. And um, so I increased my training. Well, now I'm, I'm going to have to make an adjustment with my macros. And so, but I only picked one thing at a time because if I change everything, if I change protein, carbs, and fat, and it does or does not work, I don't know what did or did not work. Um, so I literally would tweak one thing at a time. I would up my carbs. Okay, how is that working from an aesthetic standpoint of where I want to be, of my training performance, of my recovery? Okay, if that seemed good or it didn't work, then I would make adjustment on one other thing. So um, got to have the patience to you know, change very minimal things at a time because you need to see if that is helping or hindering, um, but you got to give it time.
Was it sustainable? Uh, man, New Year's resolutions, um, they can work for sure. But New Year's resolutions is a time where I feel like people really tend to make some extremely unrealistic goals for themselves. Uh, I mean, I'll use an extreme example. If, if you haven't been to the gym consistently in a long time and you haven't been tracking what you eat or um, you know meal prepping and things like that, but now all of a sudden New Year's, you're going to say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym five times a week. I'm going to buy all my food from the grocery. I'm going to meal prep everything. You are trying to change way too many things at times. So it really just never had a chance um, to be successful because of that. The other thing you'll look at too is uh, nutrition is a big one. And I'll just use keto. Um, um, I'm not going to dive into like my true thoughts on keto. But for me, that requires a lot of discipline, um, especially if you come from just eating whatever you want. And so to go to that end of the extreme, I just feel like you were setting yourself up um, to fail um, because it was just such a huge thing for yourself um, to do. So um, realistic goals are something that, you know, look, we all want to, we don't want to sell ourselves short, right? Like we want to strive for things that really challenge us, but um, you need to make sure that whatever life changes you are going to make, that they are sustainable. And that's ultimately what we're trying to do. This is a lifelong journey. This is not about a quick fix. All right. So uh, I mentioned just previously, you got to have patience. Um, Look at only changing one thing at a time. And maybe, you know, once again, when it comes to tracking food or meal prepping, even if you started out saying, okay, I'm going to make sure I do this. I'm going to exactly hit the numbers that I want to hit and meal prep all my food one day a week. And then can it be two days a week? And then can it be three days a week? If you stair step that approach, uh, especially when you're coming from not a lot of consistency or discipline or routine, you're just going to have a much better chance of being uh, successful. So um, once again, we're trying, you know, we're, we're talking about the comment, I've tried everything. Well, if you constantly are trying to sh- make wholesale changes on everything in your life at once, and then saying that didn't work, I don't think you really tried it because you just didn't set yourself up to be uh, successful there. Were you consistent? This is a big one. I've mentioned it before. Like consistency is going to get you is the number one thing um, in training and nutrition. You have to be consistent. So if we're looking at training and one week you show up for training four times and the next week you show up once and then the next week you show up five times and the next week you don't show up at all, that's not consistency. Um, so at that point, you were never consistent. So you cannot truly say uh, that something did not work. Um, I totally believe in, um, you know, the kind of the 80, 20 rule when it comes to nutrition, that 80% of the time, man, like be super strict to yourself and, you know, hit those numbers. And, um, 20% of the time, you know, don't purposely go off the deep end, but live your life. But I think sometimes people will use that to, well, I've been doing 80, 20 and I'm just not, well, when you truly look at it, were you consistently doing 80, 20 or was it 80, 20, one week? 1090 the next week, (laughs) things like that. So you have to be consistent with something to see if it in fact is going to work for you. Um, And once again, I'm harping on this, this takes patience and this takes time. A lot of times more time than people want to achieve something. But if you were never consistent with the thing it is you were trying, you definitely cannot say that it didn't work for you because you don't know the answer to that until you become consistent at it. Did you record anything? 
So a couple different things to look at here. A, you need to have objective things that you are going to record in the first place. And what I mean by that is, you know, did you uh, do a in-body or something like that where you not only had your body weight, but you had your body fat percentage? Um, do you have specific numbers on, let's say, like a back squat where you know where you're at right now, that number? Um, because I see it all the time where people may say that something didn't work, but what were your parameters from which you were evaluating that? If it's just your energy level or the I feel better, that is very, very subjective. And there are any number of things that could be affecting that. Um, your sleep, your daily stress, all those things. So if it's just going off that kind of subjective, like, well, today I feel like shit. So clearly this isn't working. Well, that's not, that's not a fair um, evaluation. So you need to have those objective things, very specific things that you are evaluating whatever it is you're doing. And then the other thing is recording it. I mean, if you, you, it's, it does no good to have these objective numbers if you don't write it down um, because you might think you'll remember, but the amount of times where I'll hear people say, well, my back squat PR was 220. Oh, wait, or was it 210? Well, if you didn't write it down, you, have, you don't know. And so now you might hit 225 uh, or well, let's say 215 on a back squat and you're like, oh, well, my max was 220. Well, if you don't exactly know that, then... It might have been 210 and you just hit a PR. So recording everything is huge. Um, that will give you things to look back at because it's even a thing too. If you record constantly where you're at with, let's say your weight, if it's a weight loss goal or your weight on a lift, you can look back and be like, oh, wow, I was 200 pounds and I might not be to the 180 that I want to yet, but I'm at 190. Those things are huge. So having objective things from what you're evaluating it and then make sure you record those objective things so you can see that change over time. Excuse or legit reason? This is a very tough one too because um, it's so easy to think so many reasons of why we're not where we're at or we didn't succeed or whatnot were legitimate reasons. Um, But a lot of times if you really whittle it down and look at it, it was an excuse that you allowed to be in your mind, a legit reason. I mean, think about why you've ever stopped something or why you didn't achieve something. You know, did, are you saying to yourself, well, I just ran out of time. I don't have time anymore or anything like that. I mean, time is something that people use as an excuse all the time when it comes to working out. Um, and when you really look at it, I have yet to find an individual in 18 years that legitimately did not have time. Um, I mean, I see it a lot. Look, if you want to achieve things and you want to be places you've never been, you got to be willing to do things you've never done. And I will see people that have quote unquote labeled themselves as not a morning person. And so right away, if the only class that you can go to is at 5.30 a.m., but you're like, well, I'm not a morning person, that's not a legitimate reason. You might think it is, but it's not. That just means you are choosing to not be a morning person. You are choosing to not get up and go to that class. Um, So... This is a really tough one. I challenge you to, um, if you are in the midst of something that you haven't achieved or, or whatnot, to write down the reasons why you stopped or why you feel it didn't work and truly dive in to those reasons. And I think a lot of times you're going to find that it got too difficult or you got too uncomfortable or your motivation or your determination is what failed you. Um, and like I said, I know that's a, 
that's a tough thing. But, you know, you got to remember that you are capable of so much more than you think. Um, you know, hey, if you're listening to this right now, then you're still breathing and you're still alive. So your um, success rate of getting through tough times is 100% right now um, because you're still here. So you can do hard things. Um, you can make changes in your life. Uh, just look at all these things that we've mentioned and just say to yourself, write it down that yes, you can. You are capable of so much more than you think.